Weekly Warp Pipe. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Weekly Warp Pipe, a podcast dedicated to retro video games, 80s and 90s toys, and all things nostalgia. We are brought to you by the Dorkening Podcast Network. We're sponsored by Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee is so good, you could die for it. <laughs> this week, we're going back into the Warp Pipe, and we're taking a look at 1990s tunes, our top 10 list of songs from the 90s. But before we do, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at getdeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. What's up, guys? I'm Russ Lyman. What's up, guys? It's me, NES Addict. And welcome back to the Weekly Warp Pipe. Yeah. Excellent. Hey, you got the package I sent you, Jay? I got the package. <laughs> it's very awesome. Uh, Russ sent me uh, a sticker, a little pin, and a, a sweet magnet that's on my refrigerator that my son's like, I want that. And I'm like, no, leave it on the refrigerator. <laughs> it's all uh, the Weekly Warp Pipe merchandise. You guys can pick it up at theweeklywarppipe.com. You get all those. We got uh, shirts, which I'll be ordering as well. Um, I have to get a test run because... Usually the shirts I get are kind of like this, almost almost like a Heather style, like a softer fabric. But the one that's stiffer, I actually like the, the purple color of it a little bit better. So I'm not sure which one I'm going to be offering on the site. But we got them in black, too, to keep it simple. And it just has the Weekly Warp Pipe logo on the left breast. This is... <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. That's what I want to talk about tonight. <laughs> So we're we're talking about music, 1990s hits. Yeah. Some, some bands we listen to. We certainly listen to, uh, I know myself listened to a lot of different uh, varieties of music in the 90s. Um, oh, so yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see what's on Jay's list. Um, I don't know if we'll have any overlap. Maybe overlap with the same bands. Maybe we chose different songs. Yeah. Um, I, I did I, put down. I, I would say we probably have one or two. One or two. I did put down the song, the album, and the year. I'm not sure how involved you went on your list. Oh, dang. I just put the song in the band. I um, I don't, but we'll, we'll figure it out. I know some of them by heart anyway. Fair Maybe enough. Pop on Google or something while we're doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll start it off here on the list here. And definitely one of my favorite bands for sure, uh, Bush. And I chose Machine Head on 16 Stone, 1994. The album came out. <laughs> no, you didn't. This isn't how you're going to start, is it? With Bush, <laughs> why is Bush on your list? It's number ten. Number ten, same now, song. I was I was torn between this and, and glycerine. Uh, no, well, glycerine is a fair. As I say, come down. Okay, that's that's so funny. I was like, I'm gonna put Machine Head. Russell's probably gonna put glycerine. <laughs> so growing up, I uh, was playing guitar and I learned pretty much every Bush song. Fun fact: I threw a birthday party for Gavin, not for me. And some of my friends were confused and thought it was my birthday, but I had my, my band uh, play the music. And we basically just did like a Bush 
cover band for the night and I had people come over, hang out um, on whenever Gavin's birthday was. But Machine Head, that opening riff is just so good. Just one string. They're like, yes. And then symbols hit. It's ready to go. And then it kicks in with this, uh, you know, distortion. A couple dead cores. I'm like, ah, oh, let's get you going. Yeah, and dude. Then Gavin's lyrics are just wild. You're like, okay, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the nineties, you could say whatever you wanted; it didn't matter. He was definitely king of like nonsensical lyrics. Nonsensical lyrics. Yeah, saying things without not saying things or. I was like, what is what does this even mean? What is a machine got a machine head? Leaning on my conscious wall. <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh the music video was certainly interesting. It uh it had a lot of like sped up moments, and I think he was on like a motorbike and they're like going through the traffic and stuff. Um yeah, super 90s. A lot of a lot of good songs from Bush, but I think Machine Head, when you say Bush, a lot of people go to that song first, I would say. I and I've say, seen that I've seen them recently too, and they still play it. So I'd say glycerine. Yeah. Maybe more so than machine head, but um so you have all this on your on your stuff there listed up. When did this come out? This was um 94. 94. Wow. Mm -hmm. So do you want to hear how I heard about this song? Okay. I was in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Uh I don't, it had to be summertime. It had to be right after school let out. Um, so I guess this was my ninth grade year or the end of my ninth grade year, if it was 94. And, um, do you know what month it came out by chance? I don't, I didn't put that down. Okay. Um, so we were staying at this hotel me and my friend Mark and Brad were all there and, uh, and we met this kid and he just like dressed really cool. I think he was from like Ohio or somewhere. Yeah. And we were just talking to him and like, he was like, you know, like back then when people wore Jinkos had chain wallets and like, uh, I don't know, like the, he just looked like a cool kid. He looked like somebody I wish I was back then. Cool hair. Um, and I, he was like talking about his favorite band. He's like, yeah, my favorite band's Bush. And I was like, Bush, I never heard of Bush. And, um, he's like, yeah, they have a really great song called machine head. You got to check it out. <laughs> And I was like, all right. So I went back and checked it out. And I was like, this is amazing. So yeah, that's how I learned about Machine Head. Nice. Yeah, so, here's the music video of like, everything's fast and like in your face. So the music videos kind of fitting to what the song yeah. you're, you're hearing with that, uh, uh, you know, like guitar riff, the grungy guitars with the distortion and everything. It looks very early to mid 90s-esque for sure. Right, it's just a mix of like live footage and very fast paced, like someone's on a, a motorcycle cruising through town. Looks like it probably wasn't expensive to make this video. Right, I imagine not. Which maybe was a good thing because that was their first album. Maybe they didn't have much money at that point. True. What was the name of that album again? 16 Stone? 16 Stone. And there was like this crazy looking dog on the front with like crazy hair. He looked like a mop. <laughs> That's mop Winston. Dog. That's Winston. That's his dog, Winston. That's funny. I didn't know that. Uh, but the, uh, it's. I think he might be confused. He might be on the inside cover of no, the. Uh, thought he was on the, the outside. Album. So let's see. So oh it's like, yeah, it, I don't know what it is—a headlight or something. 
Yeah, that's tough to tell what that there, is. There's Winston down there. You see him jumping when you open up. That, that's what I remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other is just like binary code, zeros and ones. Right, right. That's funny. Nice. Well, sweet. Well, mine was also Machine Head. So, okay, um, so we're off to a match. We got match. <laughs> we, uh, it's just like me and Rustin match. Um, all right. So should I just jump on to number nine? For my I list? mean, I, di- I didn't put mine in best the least or, or, or whatever. So whatever. Yeah, whatever. One yeah, you, I mean, you I mean mine, is, mine is very loosely. I'm sure, you okay. know, if you ask me again tomorrow, it'd probably be different. Okay. So uh, there was this band called collective soul nice they a, and they had this song called the world i know okay yep and uh roland was the name i think of the lead singer and uh but anyway had a really cool music video this dude was like in new york city and if i'm not mistaken it's in black and white until the very end and it's just this guy he looks like he probably works for like corporate america he's carrying around briefcase he's got a suit on just looks depressed and he like makes his way to the top of the building during this whole song and um as he's getting ready to jump because the lyrics are i walk upon high i step to the edge to see my world below and i laugh to myself as the tears roll down because it's the world i know anyway this bird lands on his arm and then like i don't know there's something like uh i don't know i guess it just like gives him hope this bird somehow gives him hope and then like the whole video turns like a more vibrant bright because i guess you can see it now we're watching for those of you watching youtube kind of has like a blue haze to it right right so the colors get more vibrant and bright and he kind of like you know yeah there he is yeah so he's like you know he's like oh this bird loves me you know i'm gonna i'm gonna not unalive myself after all (laughs) yeah Yeah. dude collective soul certainly is um one of my favorite bands too. I have a uh, distinct uh, connection that when I was playing the game Chrono Trigger and grinding to level up, I had that album like playing constantly. So I that's think. so funny. Do you remember <laughs> the song Smashing Young Man? I'm sure I do. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> but yeah, Collective Soul, man. And they they have a, a, a an album called Hints, Allegations and Things Left Unsaid that was a precursor to the mm. self-titled album that was really good okay and then uh and then they had one oh man i don't remember what the name of the album was it but it had like bees coming out of this girl's mouth that was like a, a later one <laughs> pretty good, though. good very 90s um so just making the cutoff 1991 nirvana the album Nevermind. i chose though the song breed instead of smells like teen spirit because obviously everyone knows smells like teen spirit. So but how does breed go? Breeds like and then kicks in. On away, on away, on away. It's got that twangy guitar, but I just love how it starts with Dave Grohl just like with the drum roll like coming in. And yeah, then it just pops. Just definitely hits hard. And me growing up, um, I actually followed this Nirvana cover band that my friend's parents were in. They were called the Seahorses. And her dad looked exactly like Kurt Cobain, was like left-handed, blonde hair, played the guitar. And their drummer looked like Dave Grohl. Um, You know, long, long, dark hair. He would play with a shirt off. And they had the sound down pretty perfect. And I would 
hear them rehearse and everything and seeing them play it live. Um, I could almost, you know, get a better sense of, of the vibe rather than yeah. watching a music video or whatever, but like, you know, the kids moshing and every perfect mosh song yeah. as of how, how it builds and then kicks in. And then you just want to, you know, bounce around in that mosh pit for sure. Um, and I said, unique riff smells like teen spirits. Great. And all overplayed definitely. And like everyone's jumping on that, but there's tons of other great songs on that album for sure. So I thought breed, you know what, let's try that one. My wife is a huge, was a huge Nirvana fan when she was a teenager. So I'm sure she knows that song. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. Sur- I surprisingly don't know that song. My brother had a couple of Nirvana albums and I listened to them. So I'm sure I heard it. Um, if you had, even if you need, I don't need a gun. You don't have to do it. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Now it's triggered. So good. You're going to get plenty of impressions here on the podcast today of us singing tunes to you <laughs> yeah i have to sing so that's just the way it is um yeah i remember that um i i always liked nirvana but i will mm-hmm. say they i didn't love them but i okay. did like them i did like them um, right but i never like went crazy about it i didn't turn it off if i heard it on the radio i was like singing along and whatever but yeah yeah but yeah all right are you ready for my number eight russ there we go this is the first album i bought after my first week of working at a grocery store. So this was probably like 97, 98. I don't okay. exactly know when. But the the band is Everclear, and the song is, I will buy you a garden where your flowers can bloom. <laughs> yeah, that song is so good, dude. That it's album a, was so good, too. Oh, yes. Yeah, that was, um, was that on So Much for the Afterglow? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Nice. Um, I remember this was um, this was bef- you know before you like listen to music on the internet really, and uh, I bought the album and you know I don't know if you're probably like me, Russ. You listen to the whole album, right? Like experience the whole thing. And I remember um, hearing "Father of Mine" and thinking, "Man, that song's really good." You know, "Father of Mine," tell me where did you go or whatever it goes. But anyway, like I remember mm-hmm. like. Four oh, yeah. to six months later, that song came out, and I was like, see, told you it was good. They had lots of hits, yeah, for sure, on that album. There was one more, but I don't remember what the other hit was. But yeah, there were quite a few. But I Will Buy You a Garden was the reason I bought it. Nice. And the music video is good for that one, too. Yeah. And Alexei Alakakis, or however you say his name, I'm sure I just butchered it. But, uh, you know, it's a good singer, kind of cool style. He kind of looked kind of punk rock, you know? So fun, fun side story. There is a um, rest stop called Pilot by by me, where it's a Wendy's, a gas station, and all the trucks go there to like gas up or like uh, shower and whatever you do at the truck stop or whatever. So meat lot lizards. <laughs> so me and my friends are in there and we were like getting a soda or whatever, and then we're looking. And I'm like, "Yo, is that the dude from Everclear?" And we see him go out the door. So we go out the door and there's a big tour bus right there. And they, they were playing a show in Hartford or whatever. And we actually, we got to meet him. And I, so th- I think I had a CD. I think I gave him my, one of my band CDs. I was like, here's my CD. Oh my God. Listen to it and sign me. <laughs> so good. That's amazing. So I'll mix up my, uh, my list a little bit. So next on my list is uh, this little band called Everclear. <laughs> Are you kidding me? 
I chose Santa Monica though on their first album, Sparkle Russ, and Fade. Are you like the same person. Nineteen ninety five. That's funny. Sparkle and Fade was a fantastic album. That's where they they really blew up. I said they had tons of hits. Their first first uh, uh, Sparkle, sorry, Sparkle um, and Fade is the first album. Um, <laughs> so much for the Afterglows number two. So much for the Afterglows where they blew up. This song though starts off so basic, and I thought it was great because. I'm learning guitar and I would uh, subscribe to um, musicians. What was it called? Musicians weekly, monthly. It was a magazine that came in and then it would have guitar tabs. And then this song was in it and it's. Oh yeah. Like super easy to play and like, okay. And it just builds so great where it's just guitar and him singing. And then you hear the hi-hat come in, just counting the hi-hat, does a little drum roll. So he's he's cranking along. They get up into the chorus, and it's still clean guitar. And he's playing. It's not till like, towards the end of the second verse, he actually hits the uh, dist- distortion pedal. So then by the time it comes to the second chorus, again, the drummer, we can't live beside the ocean. Leave the fire behind. You're like, yes. Swim out past the breakers. Watch (laughs) the world die. I was like, this is great. Get you, get you going. Got the distortion grunge style on it. uh, So California to talk about surfing. (laughs) Right. And you know, he, he's got the blonde hair and everything. And you're like, okay, like who is this band Everclear? Okay. And they actually had it after I, you know, purchased that album. I did buy the album before and listened to that a little bit. And then, of course, uh, so much for the Afterglow came out and they were like blowing up and they had so many music videos on MTV. But yeah, that's so funny. I did not <laughs> expect you to come with Everclear next. I forget. I have a bunch of bonus songs and I've been I swapped out some here and there. And I was like, I don't know. I feel like these are the possible ones that should be on here. I have a few that definitely are not on your list. So, yeah. If you have this next one, we just need to end the podcast right now and go get married because <laughs> clearly we're meant to be together. <laughs> um, the next song uh, I have is Counting Blue Cars by Dishwalla. Oh, that's a good song. I remember that one. It's yeah. not on my list. Um, just like it just kind of epitomizes the 90s. Like I mean, you can just talk about the coolest things, but it just like uh, I just like the lyrics, you know, like. Uh, I'm I'm Christian, so I, I believe in God. But like, it's just an interesting take because he he says, "Uh, it says, tell me all your thoughts on God, because I really like the meter." So like, you know, kind of puts her as you know, God is like a female character. Yes, um, that's right. But it's like, uh, I just like there's this one part where he's like, "It's getting cold, pick up the pace." It's just kind of a mellow groove. I don't even know how to explain it, but like, just a really cool song. Like, it just feels like the '90s when you listen to it. Uh, yeah, I do. I like totally forgot, but I definitely listened to this song a ton. Like when it came out, um, Dishwalla, certainly. And what what a name, like Dishwalla. You're like, what is that? Yeah, He's what a- is a Dishwalla? It doesn't matter. It's the <laughs> 90s. You can be whatever you want to be. Yeah, yeah. Definitely look that one up. I'm going to try to put together. I don't know how well this will work, but if you guys are listening on Spotify or you can go after, um, I'm going to do a playlist called um, Warp Pipe 90s. There you go. And then I'll try to add all these songs in case you guys want to want to listen to me and Jay's picks here. Yeah. Yeah. But I just like I like the name of it too, counting blue cars, you know, like something you would do when you're driving along. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a little game or whatever. Yeah, for sure. All right. What else I got on my list? 
All right. I chose Incubus, but I went a little bit more old school. This is from 1997 from the album Science, and the song is A Certain Shade of Green. I don't even think I know that. So this is prior to um, when, uh, what was the album after that? The, the one with Stellar on it? Right. I think Make Make Yourself that had had all the hits and before they blew up, this was like prior to that. So I saw them on the family values tour and they had opened up and I was like, this band's wild. This was so science album is like early incubus. They have like the DJ in there, a lot of like background instruments. Cause I saw them live and they're using like these big like horns and he came out with like bongo drums and all this and um, very heavy guitar and definitely definitely kicks kicks in and it's got that almost like twangy bass and um how else to describe it i don't know you get into it um and it's got a good breakdown into the song um let's see. i gotta listen to this i don't know this song yeah i don't even know did they make a uh video for it? certain shade of green maybe if i hear it i'll recognize it but i don't know if it's a deep cut maybe not 13 years ago. Yeah, they did a little. Uh, let's see this one here. No, nope, we'll go like that. Oh, yeah. And he had long dreadlocks too. the singer at the time. Oh, wow. What's his name again? I can't remember the singer's name. I want to say Brandon Flowers, but that's the dude from the killers. Is it Brandon something? It might be Brandon something. But yeah, certain shade of green. Science. Oh, wow. definitely check out that cd for sure it's got it's got some wild uh songs in it and very grungy meets um i wouldn't say new metal i guess just heavier heavier yeah i don't know it's unique it's before before they came more poppy i would say very pop sounding that's cool well, this is a song, the next song from my list, if, you, if you're ready for me to move on, that is. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a song that it wouldn't surprise me if you had it on your list. Uh, this is this is early 90s, 93, 94. Um, okay. This was like eighth grade for me. Um, when I Come Around by Green Day. Oh, nice. Nice. That's a good one. I feel like I should have my guitar out for me. Yeah. Oh, I heard you crying loud. That was like the first taste of like something punk, you know, like that I'd ever heard. Okay. And like, the, obviously the name of the album was Dookie and uh, the artwork <laughs> was amazing. Like, oh yeah, it was like, looks like, like probably like Billy or somebody hand drew it, you know, I don't know if they had an artist do it or not, but there's like a plane flying in with a Dookie bomb, which is like, you know, funny. There's like a dog flying the plane and just all this random stuff to look at on the CD cover. And uh, when I come around was like, a really um like uh what's the word i'm looking for like um i guess it's just a great way to like expose people to like punk but like a a very uh, acceptable to the god what is the word i'm looking for huh Uh, more like a like a mainstream like a like a mainstream you know like like uh but pop but punk rock kind of song yeah kind of kind of like where the two worlds meet so um you know, like I, I, 
I give Green Day a lot of crap because I'm a huge Blink-182 fan, but you got to admit, like, the album Duke, he probably brought a lot of people into that, you know, that, that era, so... Oh, for sure. For sure. So when I come around, you know, I mean, I could easily put brain stew on here too, from insomniac. That was a great alt song as well. But, um, yeah, I think when I come around is the one. So, well, I also chose green day. <laughs> I chose basket case, basket case. Another great one. Another great one. Do you have the time to do, 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 listen to me? Wine. Just again, guitars, vocals. That's it. The song starts off with, with that build. St- hits that hi-hat, starts keeping tempo, and you're yep. like, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Builds up. like yes. one of those melodramatic fools. <laughs> yeah. And the music video is fantastic. They're in a, in a sane asylum, and like it works so perfect because he's out playing guitar, and then they, they wheel out the bassist. Like, he's in like a straight jacket. It's like, oh, here's your bass. You can start playing. Uh, so good, yeah. And again, that probably exposed me to like punk rock for sure like you said more mainstream so i got dookie my mom used to work at a bowling alley amf that's um, embarrassing bowling alley and i would go with her on the weekends because she didn't have a babysitter so she would uh waitress tables and i would just hang out in the bowling alley on saturdays they would have a dj and they would do bowling and all that and he would do giveaways so you know i ended up talking to the dj because i'm bored and i'm a kid and he ended up giving me the Dookie CD. Nice. And like you said, I'm just staring at the cover and there's awesome art. And you can open it up more. And it's almost like a Where's Waldo book, but yeah, it went poop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that was like when CDs were really like the whole thing was ex- an experience. You know, like you open it up, you're reading the lyrics. You maybe like read who the band thinks, like to help them get this yeah. album out. Right, and right. Like, um, I just remember like what the paper smelled like, even when you open the CD, like smelling the paper, the freshly <laughs> pressed paper and the CD was nice and clean and it came out kind of tight. And if you ever broke one of those little teeth, that was such a bummer. But like, that's <laughs> such a it's such a bummer, like digital stuff kind of ruined stuff like that, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can still buy some CDs, obviously, but you just don't do it as much. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. I got my next one. Shoot. It's from a little band that came out in the mid-90s called Weezer. Nice. The song, The World Has Turned. Oh, you went with that one. Okay. The world has turned and left me here. Yeah. I mean, like, what a great... <laughs> like, the Blue Album is perfection. But so good. something about The World Has Turned, I just really loved. This is a 1994 Blue Album came out. Yeah. So I, I didn't get that album until probably high school, but um, but man, just like uh, that song was so good, you know, it just kind of had this fun little jam to it. I, I don't even know how to describe it, but like, <laughs> I just know that I, when I heard it, I was like, that's awesome. And like towards the end, it just starts bringing in like harmonicas and like yeah other stuff. And you're like, okay. And they're just going off and like jamming and having a good time. Um, yeah, that whole album is fantastic. I did have um, Buddy Holly uh, on my list, but I had put it to the bonus items. Ooh, ooh, I look just like Buddy Holly. So yeah, definitely. So to some Weezer. I got a um, a computer. It was like a I can't remember. It might have been an Acer. I don't remember what computer it was. Yeah, but it came with the Buddy Holly song, like on as it? like a video you could watch on it. 
Oh yeah. So oh, let's someone brought this up in the live stream. Um, we were talking. It was uh, waves and games and discard. We're talking about this. And do you remember when you would buy CDs, and if you put them into your PC, sometimes it would have like music videos on them. Yeah, absolutely. I remember that. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I totally forgot. And then we got into the, the tangent of like, my laptop doesn't have a CD player anymore. I had to go like to the store. Let's you get an external CD it. player. I got, a, I got an external drive so I could put a CD into my. Is computer. that a Mac? Yeah, this is a Mac. Like, oh, I wasted my money on freaking uh, so two different Sony ones, a CD, DVD, and Blu-ray that don't hook up. I the only reason I think I had to get this was um, I I shot my friend's wedding. I did a video, and I wanted to make her a DVD, and yeah. I needed to burn a DVD from Final Cut, and I'm I needed have to buy one of those. So I forgot how much it was. Grabbed it at Best Buy, but yeah, I totally remember like putting a CD in your your pc if you're like oh what are the bonus stuff yeah that's so fun <laughs> are you a fan of the teenage mutant ninja turtles or the teenage mutant ninja turtle comic books then epic tales from the sewers is a podcast for you we cover the comic books video games movies cartoons and anything else turtle related we talk about the toys we talk about the cereal we talk about all the fun things about turtles that we love so much so give a listen you can find us on itunes google podcast spotify iHeartRadio, and more check out epic tales from the sewers part of the epic airways podcast network give a listen dudes cowabunga is this podcast for you Hey, what's going on? I'm Steven. And I'm Ron. And we're the hosts of the Super Retro Throwback Reviews Audio Podcast. If you like to hear the latest pop culture news with some smart-ass commentary as well as the latest movie reviews, then check us out. Not to mention, we are a multi-award nominated and now an award-winning podcast. So we're doing something right. God knows how that happened. So check us out on all major podcasts and distributors and check out Super Retro Throwback Reviews on all social media platforms. Greetings and Shabibans. We are the Retro Reductopus Cephala Podcast, a long-form bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. Yeah, that sounds good, but I don't know what all those words mean. I think what Parasite seems trying to say is that on Retro Reductopus, we explore a range of retro goodness, from toys, video games, and movies, to cartoons, and even snacks and school lunches. Oh. And we do it all with a positive spin, a slew of killer guests, and some <clears throat> very adult language. And you know what else is cool? No. This crazy show is part of the Dorking Podcast Network with new episodes every technical Tuesday. What's that? And if waiting two weeks for a new episode gives you a sad, know that we drop bonus episodes all the time, like the off-format Crow's Nest and an interview series we call The Brick. You can listen to Retro Octopus on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any app that's cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all the things that make growing up awesome. I'm going to go definitely 90s. This is 1998. Godsmack. Ooh. The song is Whatever. Now go away, darn it. I don't know if you listen to God's back at all, but Mm. they they came out and I was like, okay, this is a, you know, definitely nineties, like grunge heavy, definitely like Alice in Chains kind of vibe to it. Um, And I got to see them at Ozfest and some of the, some of the other songs on there 
are pretty heavy too. That was their hit, whatever that had come out. Um, remember seeing the music video and everything, but it just had again that simple guitar track. It was like heavy tunes and then some like pinch harmonics or whatever. And then he was also distinct. I remember um, he had like distortion on his yeah. voice when he was singing some parts of the song. And then, yeah, I'm doing the best I ever did. Now I'm doing the best away. that I can. <laughs> I go away. So good. That's so funny. Dude, that's <laughs> totally 90s, man. That's like the epitome <laughs> of 90s right there. I was like, I got some of these. I was like, I have to put these on, even though I, you know, some of the bands I still listen to till today, like Weezer, Green Day for sure, Bush, but I haven't gone back to God's Well, <laughs> <laughs> It's a little cringy looking back on it, isn't it? Sometimes, you know, I'm curious since we, you know, I do have Spotify so you can, uh, you're privileged enough to be able to, oh, whatever albums do they have? I don't have to go purchase it. So I'm like, what's the last album they put out? What does that sound like? You know, let right. me take a look. <laughs> All right. So uh, this next band is another 90s just phenomenon. Um, Third Eye Blind. This song came out, was well, was released October 20th. Uh, no, 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 let me, re let me rephrase that. Wait, that one goes there. That one goes there. Yeah. October 20th, 1997. And this song is, how's it going to be? And it just starts out this like, you know, but, uh, I just love how Stephen Jenkins just is like an incredible voice. I got really lucky and they came to Simpsonville a couple of years uh -huh. back and played here. And, um, but I just like, man, I was such a like heartbroken kid as a teenager, like had this one girlfriend and we broke up. I was always like sad boy. Like, I okay, needed to, I like, say you're picking some sad songs, Jay. I needed to like, you know, get over it and, and, and be <laughs> not so emo and be a tough guy. But yeah, but I just like the, you know, it's like, how's it going to be when you, you don't, don't know, know me, me anymore? anymore? How's it gonna be? Yeah, gotta get myself back here to you. You know, I don't, I don't know. Stephen Jenkins can <laughs> sing like nobody's business, but like that. I mean, that album had a ton. Semi Charm Life had a ton of like hits on it, like Semi Charm Life and um, and uh, Jumper and all that stuff. But mm -hmm. how's it gonna be? Like, I even think some. I think somewhere I have like this thing I did in like eleventh, tenth or eleventh grade. Okay, and it was like it had your three favorite songs you know and that was one of the ones i, I know i put for if i could find it i'd show it to you but yeah <laughs> freaking love third eye blind stephen jenkins is the man he's a musical and lyrical genius too there you go what you got russ is it third eye blind it's not i didn't have them on my list um let's see i'm trying to think what to put next i'll go with this one definitely 90s band silver chair silver chair i chose um freak from freak show 1997 uh their second album um definitely enjoyed that one first album's fantastic i'm just still shocked um how young they were when yeah. they recorded these like i think the first album they were like 15 yeah they were young silver chair was real young and to like oh my that's a 15 year old singing you're like are you kidding me and like, how do you write these lyrics and like the tunes and everything? But he'd been through a lot in those 15 years. <laughs> I guess so. Like, <laughs> wow. But uh Freak was yeah, the the hit single on the second um CD Freak Show. Um definitely 
heavy, heavy guitars. Um, and yeah, classic silver chair. I don't know. Big drums. Like I describe them just dan it, dan it, dan dan it, dan dan. I'm a freak of nature. And then <laughs> night, it, I love how it cuts and it's just guitar and him singing. He's like, I'm a freak. I'm a, be cool as you. Dan it, dan it. Again, the building of these songs is fantastic. How they don't right away, like all in your face and it'll go all in with it. And they have these like clean guitar parts. And then when you come around for like second chorus or whatever in bridge, it's like, okay, then it's really pumping and you're like banging your head. You're like, this is great. It's good. Yeah. I, so I'm going to be honest. My knowledge of silver chair is, is minimal. Did they have an album with a frog on the cover? Yes, that was the first album. Frogstone frog or Whetstone or something think, like that? I think it's just called, I think it was Frog Stomp. Frog Stomp. Possibly. Yeah, that's the only thing I remember. I remember so often going to like Best Buy and just flipping through the CDs. And the, the CD art to me back then was so intriguing because that was like the first representation of the band you kind of got. Like, what is this band about? Like, oh, look at this. And I just remember that that was kind of a yeah, like that that frog was so like bright green, <laughs> white background, bright green frog. <laughs> yeah, just such a neat looking, you know, I don't know. He's, he that frog is cool. Like whoever did that was really, I don't know. It's like so simple but so brilliant. And their second one was with oh, this weird, very like um, what, what's it called? Like uh, circus circus freaks. Yeah, it so looks like, like uh, it looks like John Wayne Gacy as a child. <laughs> it's definitely creepy. inspiration from the you know the traveling freak show and all that. Obviously, the album being called Freak Show, that's yeah. what, what they went with. But yeah, Silver Chair, definitely '90s band for sure. I listened to the album after that. They had Neon Ballroom, but then as, as further as it went, it wasn't as true to the sound what it was. So gotcha. Yeah, they evolved. But definitely look up like I watched on YouTube some like history of it and how they ended up getting signed and everything is very interesting because it was like some like battle of the bands thing in Australia. And somehow like if you won, you got like a record deal or like money to make an album or something like that. And it was like pretty unique. And again, they were like 15 years old. Yeah. I wonder what they're doing now. Be so interesting to know. Yeah. I'll have to Google that later tonight when I can't sleep. (laughs) <laughs> all right this next song i've struggled with whether or not to make it number one um and it, it might even should be number one honestly uh, this was the band that brought me through the earlier years of high school and uh stephanie will appreciate this this is the smashing pumpkins in, in nice, my opinion nice. the greatest song they ever wrote tonight tonight okay yeah um that song the orchestrated part of it because it has a lot of strings Mm -hmm. is so beautiful and the the music video i remember watching the music video pairs with it i remember (laughs) watching the music video uh at my grandparents house in myrtle beach because they had cable and i was just every time it came on i was mesmerized by it but like it was like uh oh god i wish i would i wish i could pinpoint the like the the decade but it was like probably like kind of made in like 1920s 1930s kind of film like like before um 
sound came to film. Yeah, kind of like silent movies. And so everyone's like all dressed up, like almost like you would imagine, like the people that came over on the Titanic, like with top hats and and suits and ballroom dresses. And um, I just remember like uh, there's these little aliens and the moon has like a face and they're riding on like this. Um, what would you call it? like a Zeppelin? Yes. And uh, which is like it's like it's voyage. It's like a, it looks like it's maiden voyage, which I think is why it reminds me of the Titanic a little bit. And you can see all these like people you know, riding in the Zeppelin and they kind of remind, I feel like the uh, Blink-182 song, um, I Miss You, took inspiration from this. Yes, yeah, it's similar vibes. And Billy Corgan, um, he's dressed like uh, maybe like you would think of Brennan Yuri was dressed. Oh, and you know, it reminds me of like Clockwork Orange a little bit too. Okay. Um, but there's like these creepy little aliens bouncing around in the background. You know, they look kind of silly and they're scaring everybody because they like landed on the moon. But um, meanwhile, all this is going on and like uh, Billy Corgan is just like singing like this, these amazing lyrics, uh, you know, I mean, it's tonight, tonight. If you were lived in the 90s, yeah. you got to you know, know it. Oh, for sure. For sure. But that for song sure, is incredible. Song. I love it so much. There you go. I'm going to go different, different spectrum. <laughs> going to throw this one on here. Had to throw me on some crisscross. Oh man, that totally is totally crossed out. 1992, the song is "Jump, Jump, Jump." The Mac Dad will make you. Because I'm the Mickey, 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 Mickey Mac Daddy. I always try to Mickey, 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 Mac. <laughs> do probably do it better than me. Uh, <laughs> these are two kids, both named Chris. If you don't know, and they wore their clothes backwards, jeans backwards, shirts backwards, and, and more importantly, uh, like. Uh, overall jeans backwards so like had overalls which i know for a fact i did i wore my overalls to school like that one day in like fourth or fifth grade you had to you had, had to, to. <laughs> again this is uh 1992 early early 90s hip-hop i don't know where they found these kids someone atlanta had, they're from atlanta atlanta okay and someone had you know hey this would be a great idea to cash in get these kids crisscross and they had ton of I list I have the cassette of that. I still have the cassette of that. I was about to ask you, Russ, <laughs> did you have the cassette? Because yes. that's what I had. <laughs> and I played that cassette so much. And jump was their big hit, but I will say, runner up, I missed the bus. I missed the bus. Oh. And that was something I would never, never ever ever do again. again. I I still I got a little bit. Let me get a little rap here. Let's hear it. I do know the verse. I was up, he was up, but he laid back down, thinking I could chill till the bus came around. And I did, he did, he did. but a little too long. Cause when I got up, yo, the bus was gone. I almost broke my neck, try to get out the door, and I chased the bus till my feet were sore. I'm the trail, the tail, but I couldn't catch up. <laughs> so good. I missed little, the bus. Little white oh. kid rapping that. I missed the bus. That was something I'll never, never ever, ever, do, ever again. do again. Yeah. Never, so never. good. I don't know. I just really enjoy it. And I think because they were kids, then it appealed oh, yeah, to a wider audience for sure. I'm the Mac than... and I'm bad. Give me something that you never had. I make you jump, jump, wiggle, and shake your rump. <laughs> I can't remember the whole song, but, uh, but dude, Crisscross was awesome. Crisscross was great. And again, we we discussed this in a previous podcast when we were discussing um, '90s clothes. And because of Crisscross, you would then see, for whatever reason, Taz and Bugs Bunny dressed up like Crisscross. Yeah. On like t-shirts, okay? You would buy a t-shirt and have, you know, Bugs Bunny with a, a backwards jersey and pants and a hat. And you're like, what is this? Why? 
Now, I could be getting Chris Cross confused with with a Will Smith CD I have, but was there a song called Can't Stop the Bum Rush? I Maybe. Let me see. Yeah, I'll look it up for sure. I, I'm pretty sure it was on there. Chris Can't Cross, Stop the Bum Rush. Totally crossed out. Man, that's... I, I love that CD or that tape. Can't Stop the Bum Rush. It's on there. Yeah, dude, I'm so good. Yeah, I knew it was on there. <laughs> and what was the other hit? There was another one too that was really good. They got um, warm it up. Ones. Yeah, warm it, warm up, it Chris. up, Chris. I'm, I'm about, about to warm it warm up, it up Chris. Chris. That's what I was, I was born, born to, to do. do. <laughs> yeah, dude, I I have the CD single of that somewhere. Oh, okay. I'll have to find it. I'll send you a picture of Russ tomorrow when I when I look for it. <laughs> I think I kept it. I don't think I ever got rid of it, dude. That that that. I think that might be the song of the day because that got us both the most hyped. <laughs> I was surprised we both know the lyrics and still remember it. So good. <laughs> yeah, that was that was far back in the warp pipe. All right, what do you got? You got another one? Okay, I cheated for these last two. I'm sorry, I had to do it. Number two, 1999, probably June of 99. What's My Age Again by Blink-182. I brought this specially for you. Because I knew you would probably have a Blink song on. Let's see it. Oh, dude, do you know how much I want that rabbit? <laughs> Did you buy that back in the day or a re-release? So shout out, shout out to David Apuzo. He hooked it up and gave it to me. He still got the tag on here. Let's That's amazing. I, I saw That'd that thing. Ninety nine. I saw that rabbit so many times in Hot Topic, and I don't know why I never bought it. But uh, I'll be stalking. Uh, I'll be stalking eBay soon because now I have to have one. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's my age again? Uh, I remember um, I had already been really into Dude Ranch and I had Dude Ranch and I knew um, Enema of the State was getting released. I remember going to the mall with my friend Brad yeah. and putting it in one of those portable CD players and listening to it on the way home. Nice. And I remember I was like, wow, this is a lot more polished than their last album, which at first... I okay. didn't like because I was used to a bit more of the grungy sound of Dude Ranch. Yes. But then when I heard um, What's My Age Again, I was like, oh, this is amazing. And one of the coolest things was listening to it with earphones. You can hear the panning of the What's My Age Again? What's My Age Again? And the different, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. the left and the right side. But um, yeah, What's My Age Again? I mean, the, the song was iconic. The album was iconic. It was off of uh, Enemy of the State. The music video was iconic. They run around naked through LA. Absolutely. It's like, what? Who would have thought this? Like, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Blink's definitely good. We did, if you guys didn't, last week we did a full uh, uh, Warp Pipe Wednesday on Blink, why we like them. So if you wanted to check that out, it's a quick 17 minute episode of us fanboying over Blink. That's it, pretty much. You got any more, <laughs> Russ? So I didn't put Blink on mine, but I had to put a punk band, MXPX. I chose the song Chick Magnet in the album was Life in General, 1996. Fun nice. fact, my AOL screen name was Chick Magnet Russ L. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Add me on AIM. Um, starts off on the bass. And you're like, again, with the build of the song, then just clean guitar. Bling, got the drums going. Well, he's a chick magnet, if you know what I mean. And I was like, we we covered this uh, when I was in my band. Definitely had to cover some MXPX and 
It was so good. Um, classic video. They take their drummer, Yuri, and make him like the chick magnet dude. He's kind of dorky looking, so they figured it'd be like, oh, okay, let's make him the chick magnet. Nice. Um, yeah, and it's just got a nice funky beat, and they still play it to this day. It's in their you know lineup at live shows, and people go nuts for it. And there's the breakdown part at the end. But oop doo da, but dwee da, not doo da, bop bop, but da da doo, a doo um dwee da, bop bop, but da da doo da dwee da. So good. So what's funny is, even though MXPX is like a punk rock band, the only album I really know by them is Slowly Roaming the Way of the Buffalo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that Life one in came General. out after Life in General's uh, one before it. Yeah, I never heard that one. So yeah, fantastic. All right, you ready for my number one? Here we go. Probably guess what it is. I had to go with Blink again. Damn it, from Dude Ranch, nineteen ninety seven. That was the song that kind of changed my life. Once I heard that, like mm-hmm. I said on the Warpipe Wednesday, I no longer cared about who the Smashing Pumpkins were. <laughs> now I want to know what this is. Single-handedly changed my life. That's it. Yeah. Again, I I cover that song a ton. That was probably the most covered song in the local scene with bands. Like if you were, even if you weren't a punk band, like it was easy four chord song to learn, simple lyrics and everything. And it was such a big hit on MTV and on the radio that everyone knew it. So you're like, all right, let's cover this. Like, why not? Russ, do you remember the the store in the mall called Structure? Yes. Yeah. So it was like a men's clothing store, you know, yes. younger men. It was kind of a popular thing. I remember we had one across from the Abercrombie and Fitch in our mall. So um, when I was singing the song around my mom, I didn't want to sing the bad word. You know, there's an F-bomb in there. Right. I would say the timing, the structure. Did you hear? He bought it there. <laughs> <laughs> so random memory. I just had to let you know. He bought it there because, <laughs> you know, structure is a story. You know? so. It is. Makes sense. <laughs> Blake, what did you Dude Ranch? Yep. That was my number one. I'm going totally different direction. You're in the 90s. 1997. Got to go with Limp Biscuit. $3 bill, y'all. I went with the song Counterfeit. Counterfeit. Freaking me out. You wear a mask all counterfeit. You freaking me out. You wear a fake. <laughs> yeah, so, the, only, the only song I think I know off the album is is Faith. Yeah, Faith. That's it. That's the oh George Michael's cover mm-hmm. that they made, which obviously was a big number one hit. And again, I saw these guys supporting act for the Family Values tour, and they freaking blew it up, blew it out of the water. Big mosh pit came out rocking hard. That whole first album's super heavy, got a lot of bangers on it, but. Counterfeit again with the build. It's just got the guitar going and he's just kind of whispering, You're a fake. It's got all these pitch harmonics. And then the bass just is just kind of twangy slapping going on. Their drummer was fantastic. He had like a lot of like almost like jazz beats and stuff instead of going like straight hard rock. But yeah, that song definitely rocks. Um, and I've I've seen them. Last year, last year they came around to uh, the Oakdale in Wallingford and they played and it was like awesome. Huge mosh bit. I thought I was going to die because the whole floor was just <laughs> jumping. I'm like, oh, my God, someone's going to bounce into me. And he and, and uh, Fred Durst is like, 
they got a new single out called Dad Vibes. Oh yeah, and, I saw and that. he he was like performing with like he's got like gray hair, like these like old school glasses and like a windbreaker <laughs> looking amazing. like a dad. And he was like, "All oh, you guys are gonna have bad backs tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> Um, but That's yeah, funny. I mean, we listened to a ton of Limp Bizkit in high school when that album came out, Three Dollar Bill. You all on the uh, just got to look at the the album cover was like I didn't jump on the Limp Bizkit bandwagon until '99 when the next album came out. Oh, okay. Am I feeling bad? No. Am I feeling good? No. <laughs> However, that song goes. I'm the laughing stock of the neighborhood. So it's yeah. almost like hand drawn, and you can almost tell like whoever's wearing. He's probably got Jinko jeans. Oh on, yeah, right? those are Jinkos for sure. <laughs> Gotta be. Definitely a good one. Did you? Uh, the, I'd say those are a top ten list. Did you have any quick like um, honorable mentions or? Bonus so I'll songs? just I'll, I'll just say this: if there's there's one musician who I thought we might have put on the list just because he's super nineties, he just like once again the epitome of the nineties. Like I'm surprised neither one of us had like a Marilyn Manson song. That's true. That's true. Um, I never the owned people, the beautiful people, a Marilyn Whoa. Manson album, but yeah, I did. I did definitely beautiful people. Um, a few other is his, his songs there, but yeah, I didn't get into them as much. I will yeah. say he kind of creeped me out a little bit, you know, as a, as a good little Christian boy, he's calling himself the antichrist superstar. I was like, Oh, I want to stay away from him. Right. Right. If you so, shopped um, at hot topic. You definitely listen to Marilyn Manson. Well, yeah, I mean, I did shop at hot topic, which do you, was there ever a time, Russ? Be serious. Be honest with me. <laughs> was there ever a time when it kind of creeped you out just a little bit to go in hot topic? Like I was scared to go in there. Like, 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 like maybe not scared. Yeah, might not be the right word, but like a little apprehensive. I, I feel. I think I had more of that going into Spencer's. That's funny. I did not have that going into <laughs> Spencer's because Spencer's was like a joke store. But I remember the. I remember probably the first couple times. Now. When I got into punk rock and I felt more like that was my, my vibe, then it didn't really bother me. But I remember the first couple of times going in there, I was like, man, these people are kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but then like, I found myself being that guy in there. So yeah. Like, yeah. Just, just a, a random thought. Gotcha. Gotcha. What about you? Um, so, so I'll go through quick what I have on my bonus songs. I did put Weezer, Buddy Holly. Um, I also put um, uh, Hate Breed. I added on there. I listened to them a lot. Hardcore band, uh, empty promises on their first album. Satisfaction is the death of desire. 1997. Um, I quoted that in my yearbook. One of those hate breed songs there. Um, corn corn. Yeah. Corn lined from their self title album. Definitely got to have corn. Um, stain. I put mud shovel came out in 1999 on their album. Dysfunction. They were a little bit more heavier. This is before they went and had uh a, it's been a while. Their, their singles are right. They were more a heavier band when they came out, and I was like, okay, kind of into this. Um, no effects, no effects. Don't call me white, punk and drublick. Yep, 1994. And sticking with the punk, rancid, time bomb, out comes the wolves, 1995. Fantastic album. Um, I listened to Zebrahead, 1998, Waste of Mind, their song Check. I thought it was unique because they had like a rapping guy and then a singer. So he would almost rap in the verse and then they would have like singing vocals. So I thought that was unique. 
And then uh, top it off from 1998, Goldfinger, Superman. Goldfinger. Of course, every kid that played uh, Tony Hawk knows that song now. Fun fact, Tony Hawk just sang that song with Goldfinger I at a concert. That. I saw that. <laughs> I also wanted to give a shout out to LFO for, I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I take her if I have, I have one, one wish. wish. You know that guy's dead <laughs> She's now? She's been gone since December. <laughs> he is? Since, since that summer. Yeah. Yeah, his name was Rich Cronin. R.I.P. Rich. Damn. Rest in peace. Yeah. Well, remember Live? Oh yeah, Live would have been another good shout out. Ah, uh, Live. That, uh... so that that jogged the memory. So I saw Live play at um, at, uh, what the heck was the theater called in Hartford? I don't know. It doesn't matter. So they they played. Funny enough, they played, but after them, Local H played. That's funny. And everyone was leaving because the majority of the crowd was an older crowd there for live. They were leaving and I had like lawn seats. And so the people working there were like, you could just come down like you because then no one was in the right. in the seats watching local H. So yeah. I was like, oh, awesome. We get to go close for local H. Oh, I feel it coming, coming back, back again. again like a roll of thunder <laughs> chasing the wind. Forces pulling from the center of the earth again. Sorry. All into it. Yeah. Live. Her placenta falls to the floor. It's <laughs> one of the reasons to say placenta. Fun note, I uh I took a picture of of Stephanie's placenta. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I was like, do you want to see it? I'm like, the meat we were calling we were calling it the meat steak because it literally looks like a hunk of meat, like meat steak. We did not yeah. eat it. I think you're supposed to eat it for good luck. Some people do. I don't know. Some that could have been a snacky snack time, guys. <laughs> oh, I know. Something came out of Haley. I thought it was a squid. I was like, what the heck is that? Uh, yeah, sorry. Sorry to just ruin it for you guys. All right, guys. Well, that was our top 10 uh 90 songs. Again, I'm gonna try to put a playlist on Spotify if you just search uh warp pipe 90s. Hopefully it can come up and you guys can listen to some of the songs me and Jay mentioned here. You can find us at theweeklywarpipe.com. We are part of the Dorkening Podcast Network, so you can listen over there as well. Um, find me at Russ Lyman, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Said YouTube twice. Uh, <laughs> find Jay at YouTube as well. And NES TikTok. Attic and TikTok. That's it. And uh, you can catch us every Saturday at 7 a.m. and new episodes of uh, Warp Pipe Wednesday. They're like short 15-minute episodes, so definitely check those out as well. As always, guys, I'm Russ Lyman. You can keep your world fun bit by bit. Well, I guess this is growing up. <laughs> <laughs>